let's face it, the goal is I want people to stay forever. And so as a leader, how do you get people, one, to be loyal, to be inspired? You have to inspire people. And again, I think that's back to you have to be, you have to be, you have to have passion. You have to have all that, that stuff. And I think some people just have that naturally. And when you inspire people, people want to be around that person. Even if you're, you know, it's fun, but there's also tough times and hard work and it's not always fun, right. right? And so there's people that want to stick around because they believe in what your, you know, what your company's doing and they believe in you as a leader. Welcome to All Things Parking with Danny and John and I'm John Conway. And I'm Danny Crane. If you want to know what is happening in the industry, meet the who's who and learn about technology and innovations happening in parking and mobility, you're in the right place. There's tons of things happening in the parking and mobility space on this show. We will dive into controversies. We will dive into topics and introduce technologies, the leaders and the ideas that are shaping the future of the mobility space. We love the parking industry and can't wait to bring you incredible conversations about all things parking. To check out our episodes, head to www.parkingtalk.com. Your parking talk starts here on all things parking. And before we get started, I just wanted to give a quick disclaimer. Everything you hear on the show is Danny and my opinion, our opinions only. So I would encourage you to listen to the show, develop your own ideas and thoughts, and of course, listen at your own risk. And again, thank you for joining us. All things parking with Danny and John. Let's dive in. This episode of the All Things Parking podcast with Danny and John is brought to you by PRRS, the leading provider parking data analytics. PRRS offers a fully customizable, automated 24-7 parking lot monitoring solution compatible with any facility and operation. Data collected by cameras placed on your property can be uploaded into an artificial intelligence-aided interface called parkingcompliance.ai. The interface assembles quantitative reports on parker behaviors, trends, and peak hours, which can be a tremendous help in creating data-driven financial plans or preparing for better ad hoc situations. You can access parkingcompliance.com on your smartphone and have live parking lot data at your fingertips anytime and anywhere. To find out more, visit parkingprrs.com. That's parkingprrs.com. PRRS, a new standard in compliance. Hey, hey, hey. Good morning, Danny. Here we are back at our Mile High studio somewhere in a parking garage. Somewhere in a parking garage. Good morning, Mr. Conway. Somewhere in a parking garage is a little misleading. Can't you hear the cars going by? Because there's there's no parking garage here. Yeah, there's there's somewhat of a parking garage. It's kind of a somewhat. So there's either a parking garage or there's not. Well, there's let's no call such it a thing. Half-sy. <laughs> and uh, half in, half out. Yeah, it's uh, you part know actually in part it goes underneath the building, uh, part of the lot, and then the other lot's surface. It's a half in, half out. What it's would you call? It's a hybrid. Oh, those aren't. I mean, that's not very common in our world today. A hybrid parking garage. Half garage, half surface lot. Let me get the definition of that. Do we have a definition? Producer, producer, where's that definition? <laughs> hybrid parking garage. 
Well, thank you for joining me today here in our uh, here in the studio where we have a hybrid parking garage. So what are we talking about today, Danny? Today, we are going to talk about the evolution of leadership in parking and mobility. Oh my gosh. What it's evolution been. of leadership? Evolution wow. of leadership. What it's been, what it is now, and where we are taking it. Did you guys hear that? We're going to be talking about the evolution of leadership. <laughs> Which Holy. you have... So much experience in because you were at one point your own leader slash boss. Yeah. So, but I'd like to spend the show bashing all my crappy bosses over the years. <laughs> which, which includes yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I'll start, I'll start with me. Do a little, little self-sabotage. I'll start with me. That'll take up the whole episode. <laughs> I'm sure my employees are going, yeah, let's, can we come in and tell some stories? We should, we should have them wow. here. We should have a live audience. We should get them in here and, uh, App, they'd be heckling me. Get for some sure. active audience. Uh, yeah. Full disclaimer out there for those lousy bosses that I've had over the years. I'm not going to talk about you. I love <laughs> all my lousy bosses, good bosses, lousy bosses. That's what makes us who we are today. Right, Danny? Oh, absolutely. Although in this industry, I haven't had a lousy boss. So. Wow. Well, give it some time. You've only been in the industry a short time, right? I think I, you know, I think I am learning and meeting, like I'm, I'm meeting so many different people in the industry that I think that I would know where I would want to go and I know where I wouldn't want to go. Right. So, so. I, I actually think that leads us right in because I think leadership and managing people has changed, don't you think? Over well, the, I think over leadership the years? and management are two different styles. I think they're two different things. Okay. Well, why don't you start off with, tell me how they're different. Well, I think a manager is, I, I think a manager is essentially different than a leader or leadership. I think you can have leadership in your management style. I think there's some people, I think there's just people out there that are natural leaders of people Three. and they don't define being a manager or a leader. They just are. Would you call yourself a leader? Not to put you on the spot or anything, but I mean, you have, you, you have a full team. The, you just put me on you've the had, spot. You've had, I mean, how long have you been in your role with PRRS before you hired your own boss? Um, so I, I think I've been, I, I would be considered a leader for a while, not just the PRS. So again, I, my mistake, I think you're just, some people are natural leaders. I think you have to, uh, and especially now, I mean, I think being a leader is recognizing, you know, um, the strengths and weaknesses of your team and, you know, um, and, and kind of managing to those different personalities and different things. And I, I, and again, some people are just natural. They just lead people. Right. And I think leaders naturally have the ability to influence and motivate and enable others to contribute to their organi or organization success, right? Yeah. So I think over the years, you know, back when I started, leadership, I would say, in companies looked different, right? Because I think people were different. And so I think we're evolving. And 
I think being a leader and keeping people, because let's face it, I don't, do you really think people, st- I mean, I mentioned this before, but do you think people stay at companies forever? No, I don't think that that is something that that's not really what people do in our industry anymore. I think back, maybe back then before my time, I mean, you hear of certain people being at these companies, you know, at, at certain companies within the industry for between five to 17 to 20 years. Absolutely. But why? I mean, you were, you were one of them, right? Um, not that many years. I, I think my longest stint with a company was probably eight or nine years. So what kept you there? Um, I think, well, loyalty, um, passion, you know, as I was going to say, I think being a leader today is more challenging because let's face it. The goal is I want people to stay forever. Right. I want to, and so as a leader, how do you get people one to be loyal, to be inspired? You have to inspire people and, Again, I think that's back to you have to be you have to be you have to have passion. You have to have all that that stuff. And I think some people just have that naturally. And when you inspire people, people want to be around that person. Even if you're, you know, it's fun, but there's also tough times and hard work and it's not always fun. Right. right? And so there's people that want to stick around because, you know, they 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 believe in what you're you know, what your company's doing and they believe in you as a leader. So when you were, when you were at the company that you were at for eight to nine years and you mentioned loyalty, that's one of the two things that you mentioned that kept you with the company. What made you loyal to that company? Was it the leadership? Was it the, was it the leadership style? Was it a mix of your passion and leader and the leadership? I think, um, I think that's a good question. So company culture. I think that there are a mix of things now that keep employees where they are. Yeah. So I think it's a, it's a message. And so if a company has a message of what they're trying to do, um, and people believe in that and they believe in whatever they're doing for that company, whether it be product or service, whatever it is, I think if the company has the right message, then people and people believe in it, they want to, they want to, they want to believe and they want to stay. And so I think it's important to, uh, continue to communicate whatever it is your company is trying to do. The values. Yeah. So people believe in it. And I think you have to keep people inspired. You have to keep people, um, you got to keep people motivated. with opportunities. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think that's evolved expectations and opportunities and, and the expectations of people have changed uh, coming into the people entering the workforce today are not the people that entered when I was entering. Right. So. Right. Well, you don't have, you don't have people uh, responding to newspaper ads anymore. So, or do you? <laughs> <laughs> Is there a newspaper? Do you get a newspaper to Most, your house? No. no. I mean, you know, actually I do. But I get it delivered to, you know, my mailbox. Does your dog go out and pick it up? I wish. Do you have a dog? I do. Nice. I do. Is he a good leader? (laughs) (laughs) You know he's the leader of the house. Oh, absolutely. Sure. He he gets what he wants. We do what he wants. So no. Um, I do, but I don't look for job postings in in the newspaper. Right. Um again, I uh, you know, um I would say from my perspective. Being a little bit longer in the industry, 
and in the workforce, it's a challenge for people like myself with managing people that are, you know, 25 years old. And so there's a different expectation. I don't even know what they've probably learned in high school or anything, what they're doing and let alone college now. And so it's all different. So, you know, there's a huge gap there. And so it's a, it's a challenge. So how do you keep somebody that's 25 years old inspired and, you know, and, and kind of taming the, the younger, you know, expectations that are probably not realistic. Right. Or maybe they are, I don't know, but I don't know. Sometimes they're probably not. So it's a challenge for a leader. Yeah. Well, I think that there's such there, there is definitely the generational, uh, gaps, right. And like you said, that goes back to, to expectations and what is, what is expected now versus what was expected then. Um, it is hard. I will say that this, the parking and mobility industry is one of the hardest industries to try to draw people into. I've done a lot of initiative to, to hire teams, right. When I was in ops, not necessarily when I was in tech, but even now, um, and, and trying to make it sound sexy and, you know, to the younger generations, they're like, why would I, why would I want to work in parking? You know, and now that's we're, we're really transitioning the parking definition into mobility versus just parking. That's why we call it because it's, it's, it's mobility. It's not just parking anymore. It's parking and mobility. And mobility is a lot sexier than parking. Let's be honest here. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, do you like mobility better? <laughs> it's It sounds you a lot wanna, better. It sounds like you want to drop parking and just... <laughs> call everything well, mobility. Well, we had this conversation right before we jumped on and I was like, we need to add mobility. It's not just parking. And you're like, we have to keep parking. So I love the difference there between the two of us is we're, we're really making, we're, we're really bringing yeah, things together here. We're, we're bridging the gap because if we're going to talk about mobility, we got to say parking in mobility because that's what we do. Right? I, it's funny. I have a well, this. I have a vendor who kind of completely changed our um, <laughs> our our name, um, and because you know we call it we're OVG three hundred and sixty parking and mobility. And he's like, yeah, yeah, no, no. I think it should be, be OVG three hundred and sixty mobility services. So every time we have a call with them, he's like. OBG mobility services completely drops the parking aspect of, of, of our, well, I'm our protesting vertical. that <laughs> I want the word parking in there, whether you I think know. it's cool or so, not. <laughs> hey, I, I, I love parking. This is, I got into parking. I got into this industry specifically because of parking mobility. I, I didn't you, even, I, I didn't I even know what mobility was. You want to change, you want to change something. So I think, yeah, you want to change, uh, you want to make it a better for people. Well, remember that I do. Yeah, I do. And I think that that goes right into, you know, a good example of, um, leadership and loyalty or employee lo loyalty in our industry. Like we mentioned, people are not staying 
at the same at the same company for years years on end, right? Yep. I can tell you that if you if you work for a bad leader, it's debilitating. It's uh it's unbelievable. It's paralyzing. I mean, you're miserable, unmotivated. Um it's hard to get up and go to work every day. That's a not a good place to be. And I'm not just talking about parking. I'm talking about that in general. I've seen people with bad bosses, you know. Um, I don't think, I mean, at some point, I don't think people leave companies. I think they leave bad bosses, I agree. to be they, honest They leave you. bad management style. They leave bad, um, yeah, bad bosses. I wouldn't even call it leadership because if you have leadership, you are not, uh, people, people want leadership. Right. Employees want leadership. Um, I think if you're the type of person that's leading people that don't want to see, well, you know, I mean, I think your goal should be to see the people that work onto you, at least one or two people someday you working for them. Like what an accomplishment that is. Right. And if you're the type of person that can't, that doesn't have that or doesn't see that you probably shouldn't be managing people. Right. I think that's, I don't know if we're talking about leadership, if you don't want to see, people grow beyond where you are. I mean, some people are at the, let's face it. There's some people that are at the top of their top of their ceiling and that might be mid-level management, right? Well, you know, and I, I think that this is a big reason why I went from operations. I jumped from operations to tech to where I am now because I wanted growth and I knew that I wasn't going to grow as much as I wanted to, if I had stayed in one place for so long, right? I, I was, I was lucky enough to get a lot of value in what I was doing. And it opened my eyes to the entire world of parking and mobility, that operations isn't the end all be all, that there is so much more to the industry than just operating. So, uh, you know, so you had asked me earlier, what, what keeps you some places, uh, longer than others. And, and I would have to say, you know, again, back to that, it's the message. It's the message of the person that's ultimately leading the company. And so the expectation should be somewhere along the line in your career, you're going to run across bad bosses. That's a fact. And so how do you handle it? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Some people get, and I'll call it a gate arm, right? So I'm trying to get to the top of the mountain. I'm trying to get to prospect mountain, whatever you want to call it. And so I come across the gate arm and I can't get around it. There's no cliff. And some people just turn and retreat. And that gate arm is a bad boss, right? So some people I've seen over the years get out of an industry completely, because of some lousy boss. So I've always said to myself, Hmm, I understand the situation I'm in, but I believe in what I'm doing. I believe in the company. And so I'm not going to let this person, I'm not going to let this one person take me out of, of this company. Cause I still believe in the company. Well, right. So there's a period where you deal with that. And then ultimately absolutely. you get around that, that gate arm eventually opens and you're on to the next. And, you know, who knows? You might hit another gate arm. But if you retreat, 
you know, you've lost. Oh, absolutely. You know, and I think the, the whole, uh, one of the biggest reasons why I left the radio industry was because of management and management style and who I was reporting to at the time. And unfortunately, although I was ready to leave, I wouldn't have left had I had leadership within my role. Right. And I had no leadership and it, it caused me to leave an, ind- an industry that I really loved. Wow. So you're one of those people. I, I you left, left an entire industry an, an because entire of industry because of bad, some lousy bad management boss. And I will say I have been lucky enough to, I've never in, in, in parking and mobility in this industry. I have in my entire career, I have never left a company because of bad leadership or bad management. I have been so lucky and blessed with incredible leadership within this industry. When I was in operations, when I was in tech, like I, I, I started in operations because I knew that I wanted to work for this person. I knew that I was going to have incredible leadership. I knew that I was going to be like, she was going to challenge me to always go to the next level. And she did, which is how I got my opportunity in tech. And I loved my team at flash. I was, I, you know, I, it was myself, uh, David Weber and Vlad Zakhanoff at the time, David had left to go to a different vertical. And then it was, I reported to Vlad and then we brought Michael Arce on our team and I loved my team. When I left Flash, I contemplated not leaving because of my leadership, not because, not, not because of anything else, but I, I wanted, I loved my team. I loved my leadership and I am lucky enough to have left Flash to come into what now is a whole different leader, a whole different level of leadership to me. Right. Wow. So that's. Interesting. So you were, you were, you were, you wanted to leave for an opportunity that was probably, you know, you you felt like there might not have been growth, but you stayed because the leadership was so good. Well, right? and I knew that there, there was going to be growth. If I had stayed, there was no doubt in my mind that I would have grown, grown in many different ways, but it, it, it was, so the everything- opportunity and the growth opportunity and leaving for the growth opportunity. I knew that this was kind of a once in a lifetime opportunity to be able to go somewhere and with the leadership that I now report to or have and build something from the ground up. We are essentially building an entire vertical from from nothing. And we have a mission and a vision to build it to something so, greater than what we probably are, can ever imagine. So correct me if I'm wrong, then it sounds like you've got some entrepreneur spirit because you left something that was great from what I'm hearing. You had great leadership, but you saw an opportunity to move to some other company that was just building something that's mm-hmm. small. So what is there like three or four people on your team? Oh, there's three, three, three of yeah. us. So, it's, yeah, so that's like us. a little entrepreneur spirit in there. You're going to build something. Oh, we, we are, we're focused. We, we are so focused and we, like I said, we have a mission and we have a vision. It's awesome to build, right? It absolutely So you get is. out of bed every day and you're just excited. I love what I do. I love, but I love that I get to do something that I love. Like I I love it. And I love that I, 
I get to do this. You love that you get to sit at a desk all day. Well, hey, at least I get to. I, at least I get to sit at a desk. You don't sit at a desk. All <laughs> I don't day. sit at a desk. <laughs> Although now we have an office here in Mile High City. I know. We're so gonna, it's nice because we're I actually. Be neighbors. Uh, we are going to be neighbors. We're and moving too. My office is right next to Joe's, and so it's wonderful because now I don't have to bug him on the phone all day. I just pop in and I'm honestly, like, I think I'm going to be able to see from my office your office. I think so because yeah. we're on the same side of I-25 in Bellevue. So you're on the you're on the west side. So now I have no excuse to be late. I guess. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Although we're still going to, you know, it's always fun coming to this parking garage. The hybrid. It's beep, not beep, beep, beep. this hybrid, this hybrid <laughs> of a garage and a surface lot. So, uh, Danny, what kind of leader do you want to be? It's funny because I had this conversation with someone the other day and I honestly don't enjoy running a full team. I enjoy, um, I enjoy being in a leadership role to one person who runs, who, who has a, the, the leadership skills and management style to run a full team. And I had this conversation with someone the other day and I was like, I was telling them how I had been trying to solve this one particular issue at one of our venues for a really long time. And we have weekly calls about this. And we finally hired a manager who I work very closely with. And he came to me and was like, Hey, can I run something by you? And I was like, absolutely. And he was like, what if we did this? This is just an idea. Give me your thoughts. What if we did this? What if, you know, A, B, C, and D. And I stopped in my tracks and I was like, holy shit, this is brilliant. I said, put this down on paper, map it out and send it to the GM and then just CC me on it. And so I'm telling Joe this and Joe's like, exactly what you did is it, that that's leadership. Like you wanted him to take full responsibility. Like you wanted him to take full credit for what he did because I, when I ran it by Joe, Joe was like, holy shit, like how did we not think of this? Right. And so it's, it's, I, I enjoy really, um, like almost mentoring people in, in our industry. Cause I was there once upon a time and I love being able to bring out those qualities in my team members where they feel confident enough to always bring something to the table. I think, you know, I think I, I personally think if, if we learn something of val of value, we should absolutely share that with others because it might bring so much more value to them than we ever thought. I think, uh, from my perspective, you know, where I'm at right now, I could hope, I could only hope that I inspire the people right. that work under me. Um, I hope that I can educate them. I hope I can help them, um, be successful. But I think one of the most important things, at least for me, I want to have a team that's not afraid right. to say, Hey, John, like what the WTF, man? It's not cool or, you know, I don't think we should do that. So if you don't have an environment where people feel like they can say whatever the hell they want to say, then I don't know. That's not what I, that's not where I want to be as a leader. I want people to give 
true, honest, uncut, unversion feedback, you know, because let's face it. I mean, I want to surround myself with a bunch of people that are smarter. Right. And so by all means, my idea isn't, you know, (laughs) I don't want to be that guy running everybody down in the Poseidon adventure. Did you, did you watch that movie? No. Yeah. That's probably... Is it I new? Just, I just aged myself. <laughs> oh, it's so it's it's the not Poseidon even. Adventure. I was gonna say, John, I haven't like, watched. I haven't yeah. gone to the theater in a yeah, long so time. It was like a, I don't remember. It was like a cruise ship that was going I down. Know, I mean, I read the. I, I mean, I read the story, yeah. but I didn't watch the movie. So there was two guys that had a different opinion, and so, yeah. you know, one guy was leading everybody down to the wrong path. Yeah. <laughs> right. So anyway. No, I think that that's. I mean, you know, that's what we do. We are we are just coming off of a leader, a leadership, um, like week, week, last week, we had our entire team here in Denver, nice. <laughs> three of us. <laughs> um, but it was Everybody's really coming here though, right? You're all converging. Yeah, ex- yeah we right? are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there, there will only be two, it'll just be Joe and myself here in Denver, um, from our team. Okay. Um, but we had a, a team summit. We had a team summit and it was, being in the same room with others who have different expertise is incredible. Wow, like yeah. us all being in the same room and we, we bring a different skill set to the table. And I think Joe did an incredible job of building his team of, That's... of, uh, of people who bring different skill sets to the table. Because when you put us all, when we round table, I feel like we could solve any and every issue in the parking and mobility world. You know, that's what, uh, that's why that, what was it? Ocean 11 or ocean 12, oh, yeah. the robbery was so successful. <laughs> I mean, think about those guys. They yeah. had the guy that could drive like a NASCAR driver. I'm going to bring that up every NASCAR is going to be in our show every time. I'm sorry. You know, yeah. You know, but my they had the NASCAR driver, they had the, they had the safe buster. They had the, you know, the, you know, they had all different, there was 11 of them and they mm-hmm. all had different talents. Right. Mm-hmm. And they got away with, you know, a, you know, Robin place. Oh yeah. And so not that, you know, not that we're trying not to, that OBG, not, that, not that that's our mission. Not that people are out <laughs> trying to rob the place, but it's the same concept. It was my example. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, getting placating to all the different, uh, all the different people and talents and styles and let's face it, it's challenging being a leader too. You've, you've got, you've got to manage people in a different way well, and you you've know, got to be good enough and nimble enough to identify that. And, and talking, you know, talking to, to friends, I was, I had, you know, I was chatting with a friend the other day and, um, she was like, I asked one of my employees, you know, she's, she's senior director level. And she was like, Oh, you know, I, I asked basic questions, basic, basic questions. And was just like, how are you? How are you doing? Do you need help? Can I help you? Do you, and one of her questions was, you know, how do you like it here? And this person had worked two different jobs or was, is working two different jobs. And the, her, response that her employee gave her was, I love working here because no matter what senior management position you're in, everyone here is asking me if I ever need help, how can, what can they do to help me versus their, her other job. Well, that was one of the things I, um, one of the companies I was at, they, 
they called the headquarters support office. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like company headquarters. It was it was the support office, right? And I think that sends a, a good message. And when you'd have meetings there, the senior leadership would sit around the conference table and people, you know, the, the lower people would sit at the conference table. Yeah. And so kind of establish that we're here to support you. Right. And I always, I thought that was a, stuff like that was a great message. Well, for the sure. difference in support, the difference in, you know, this particular, you know, employee said at my other job, I'm never, I'm never elevated, but I'm always told when I'm doing something wrong, but it's never, I'm never elevated. I'm never asked, can I, you know, can I help you or can they help me with something or how can I help you? How can I help you succeed? It's only, the only management ever only approaches me when I'm doing something wrong and they really want to point it out. And I think that that's almost a, a person will show up differently depending on leadership style or lack thereof, right? So we're going to wrap this leadership up. So if you had to give somebody a takeaway uh, from, you know, there's a, there's a, and, and, and we're going to give the person a, the crappy leader that's looking in the mirror right now saying, oh my God, am I a shitty leader? Um, what would be your one message to help that person? If we learn something of value, we need to share that with others. Okay, I think so that, that that's be... one my 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 one takeaway. Why would we want to keep that to ourselves? I mean, we are an ever changing. So my one industry. my one person, I've been standing now. Picture the guy, the guy or the gals looking in the mirror at themselves, and they're going. Oh my God, I think I'm a shitty boss. And so there's me <laughs> in the background. I pop up right over the shoulder. And I, I would say the one, the one thing I would say is inspire people. Yeah. Slash allow people to communicate and let them, let them share. If they can't share their ideas and their issues with you, then start there those two things inspire somebody and have a have a have a have an environment where people feel comfortable coming in and saying hey i've had some people over the years come in and say you're an asshole you know and i'm okay with that and not it's like, john why? conway like why why and and all it makes you better right and i'm sorry um so sometimes we get wrapped up and we're self-reflection very, that's right. Self-reflection. So there you go. That's That would be my yeah. message, I guess, as I pop up over the shoulder. Gotta self-reflect. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, we're wrapping up another episode. Thanks, everybody, for joining. And we love having you here. It's great to talk about parking. Please share your feedback. We would love to hear it. Yeah. Where, where would they do that? www.parkingtalk.com. And there's a info at parkingtalk.com and uh, we'd love to hear feedback and if you've got ideas for a show that you let think we should let us know what do, you want to hear that's right let us know guarantee you we won't have any trouble talking <laughs> about it <laughs> we'll see you next time thanks for listening to all things parking with Danny and John we are so happy you joined us on the podcast and hope you'll stick around for future episodes we love the parking industry and more importantly we love talking about all the crazy stuff 
happening in the parking and mobility space. We hope you join us on the next episode of All Things Parking with Danny and John. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on YouTube and your favorite podcast app. We will see you next time on All Things Parking with Danny and John. To make sure you don't miss an episode, head to www.parkingtalk.com.